Recording started. Hallelujah. Amen. We give the glory on tonight. We give the glory. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in to our Prophetic Ship Podcast Network. Hallelujah. We're spreading the gospel throughout the nation on tonight. Amen. We thank God for everybody allowing us to tune in on tonight. Amen. We're going to turn it over to the prophet on tonight. But I'm just going to pray for a few minutes. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, God, on tonight for what you're doing in this season. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for saturating the atmosphere. Thank you, Jesus. Father, oh God, you said in your word, amen, that you give us a spirit of fear. You gave us a fear and sound mind. And Father, so we stand before your presence on tonight. Yes, Amen. For what you're getting ready to do in this season. Amen. We bind up every form of forces of witchcraft that try to come against. Amen. This ministry. Amen. The podcast ministry. Normal ministry, amen. Hallelujah. Set it in no weapon form against That's these God. shall prosper. And every girl tongue that rise up against these shall be condemned. And so, Father, we yes, thank God. you for what you're doing. We thank, thank you for God. what you're doing. In the name thank of you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We had some little issues tonight that would not allow me to get in. Man, I was trying to get in. The enemy was kind of set on today. But we certainly didn't get in. Amen. We finally just got in. Hallelujah. 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 It's bad. Because he didn't want us to come to point tonight because of last night. And so, Father, oh God, we serve the enemy with the eviction notice on tonight. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. Hallelujah. We serve the enemy with eviction notice. Amen. You would not come near our dwelling. You would not cause my blood pressure to rise on tonight. You would not. Hallelujah. I bind up every form of stress level. Amen. Every form of attack. Amen. That is on my body right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God, as we send out your angels on tonight. Hallelujah. I don't know what's going on. Hallelujah. But I know, amen, the enemy is man. But tonight, oh God, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. You have done this. Call for a Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we 
Amen. No things going on in this place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the seasons, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you fine. Okay, Thank you, God. Yes, Lord, I speak against it. I speak against every form of attack of the enemy on tonight that tried to attack me on tonight in the name of Jesus. How many things that tried to attack, amen, of the skinner on tonight? In the name of Jesus. He would have no yes, power. God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We yes, come against God. the dizziness. We came against it right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, we will walk into our body and walk in the mind on tonight. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Every form. Every form. On today, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, every pressure got to go, every pain got to go, in the name of Jesus, every form of headache got to go, every form of stress level got to go, every devil in hell got to go, in the name of Jesus, Father, we stand for, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. 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 Father, we in the name of Jesus. In this place, you have no authority. In the name of Jesus. Nothing. But when the enemy comes, the enemy comes. The final thing in you is about to happen. That we walk in the power of might. That we stand in your glory. And that we know that you are the will of God. We come against every spirit not like God. We come against everything. Now the Bible says Hallelujah, God. And we thank you. We praise you for your glory, cloud, God. 
We bind the adversary, God, everything, every devil at every level. I come against every force in the name of Jesus. And I say, stake back up, devil, in the name of Jesus. And you have no power over us. You have no dominion over us. I speak against headaches. I speak, I speak against high blood pressure. I speak against being alone. I come against every spirit in the atmosphere that I speak in the in the spirit realm of God. In the name of Jesus. It's just for when the enemy comes, that we shall lift up a standard against them, God. God, let us ride on the winds of the Holy Ghost tonight, God. Let us ride on the winds of the Holy Ghost. And in the wind, they go. There's no blood pressure. Ah, aggravation got, got to go now. The devil got to go now. Everything that's out of the will of God got to go now. In the name of Jesus. And we ride on the winds of the Holy Spirit. And we ride in the kaposha. In the spirit of God. There's nothing high, there's nothing low. But just in the wind, if you could just feel the winds of the Holy Ghost in front of you, just wave your hands right now and feel the winds of the Holy Ghost. Like Katosha, I hear God saying, just move your hands and you feel the winds of the Holy Spirit in this place. Shana, Rukotabanti. That we know, for when the enemy comes, it's only because the enemy is trying to discourage us. But I rebuke you, Satan, and the Lord of Jesus. I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every thought, every mindset, every devilish way. I come against paranoia. I come against confusion. I come against lying and deception. I come against every spirit. Not like God in the name of Jesus. I speak to my forefathers. I see cattle Shabbat. My mothers and fathers in the past. I speak to my generations, God, that they may ride in the friends of the Holy Ghost. That out of this loin comes preachers and doctors and lawyers. Out of this loin is is God by Himself. So I feel the wind of the Holy Ghost now. I'm going to wait just a few more minutes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the enemy, didn't want this message to happen. And we're going to have it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I was praying all day long. And God gave me this word tonight. Hallelujah. Out of the book of Exodus. Y'all turn your Bibles to the book of Exodus. Hallelujah. It's the 14th verse. Find it while I'm preaching. I'm praying. Father, I thank you now. Father, I thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, that no weapon 
formed against that shall prosper and everything that rises up in judgment we shall condemn it God we thank you and thank God hallelujah for the for the enemy Kenosha has no power over us in the name of Jesus and we praise you now we adore you now we come against everything to try to stop us and tackle in the name name of Jesus and we praise you in advance we adore you in advance we stand and we wait for the manifestation of your glory now the Bible says and how and who is unto able to keep us from falling God so we know God hallelujah hallelujah that's what this is. Hallelujah. Doing big things. Big. Better Hallelujah, God. Even if we want to move we on, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. That is all we will need. Hallelujah. I want to. Thank you, God. I'm going to pull, unplug this. I stopped dreaming a long time ago. Your family doesn't define who you are or where you're going. Stop believing the lies that this is all that there is. You stand up and fight. Stand up and fight for yourself. I don't know what I move on. All I know is I feel this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, let's go to the book of Exodus, 14th chapter. Praise God for God allowing us to be on the line tonight. Amen. We praise God for his anointing. We thank you, God, for his indwelling of the Holy Spirit in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord. Exodus. Amen. The book of Exodus. Hallelujah. It will be, amen, um, the 14th chapter. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
which he will show you that day. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see no no more. So God's encouraging through Moses that don't worry about all these things. Yes, you've been bondage. Yes, you've been slaves. Yes, you've been without. He says, but I don't want you to worry because there will be a time that you will not be the lower dog, but you'll be the upper dog. In other words, you will end up in charge one day because I'm, I'm God. I created you. I will bring you out. I am your leader. I am all and all to you. So don't worry about the situations that we're in. Right now, we have, we, we worried about situations as we're in now and this time of trouble, this time of toil, this time of babies being just slaughtered for no reason at all. Why? Because we constantly, the Bible tells us in Ephesians 6 and 10 that there is a spiritual warfare going on in the atmosphere. Not just church folks can see it, but people, ordinarily people, they know now that there's something wrong. They may not know what it, is, what it is, but there's something wrong. Every day somebody's being murdered. Every day there's been somebody killed. Somebody every day is breaking the cars. Some every people have their own opinions about things, not living according to the word of God, but living their own opinions, their own mindset. Things are going wrong around us. Uh, now policemen are called meetings so that we can figure out what we can do in the community. But it, it is a satanic attack attacking this nation, attacking this world, not just the United States of America, whether it's in Africa, Cuba, uh, Indonesia, uh, any, anywhere in the world. There is a revelation. There are things that are going to happen in the spirit because it is spoken from the before the beginning of time that God will come back for his people one day. But he's telling us today, that I don't want you to be afraid, believers. Don't be afraid, Christians. Don't be the ones that you say you love God and you walk in fear, you walk in doubt, you walk in confusion. And because God loves us, he says, I'm going to make a way out for you. Fear ye not. Stand still and know that Jesus Christ is our Lord. 14th verse says this, And the Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. That's a thought. I'm going to go on, but that's a thought for today. You shall hold your peace, and God will fight for you. Here is God himself leading the, the, the people of God out of bondage, out of, 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 of everything that they've known, but all they know that the heart was, the night was hard. Everything was wrong. It looked like everything was going wrong. But God's speaking to Israel and saying to them, I'm going to bring you out. You won't be like this always. You won't go through this confusion always. But the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3, it says, for everything is a season. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a season for calamity. This is a season for terror. This is a season for confusion. This is a season for earthquakes. This is a season for everything to moan 
the man, and even some that we are not seeing yet, that is coming on the scene, but God is telling his people right now, don't be afraid. And you said, preacher, how can you tell me not to be afraid? And so I turn on the TV, and I see that this man that would kill um, um, all these baby children, do all these things and murder and lie and treat and homosexuality, that all things are going around us. But you tell me, don't be afraid. Well, Glenda didn't say it, but you know what? The word says so. The word says so. Fear not the Lord, which he will show you this day that the Egyptians who you have seen shall see them no more. So there will be a day. Now, he doesn't tell us when. He doesn't tell us how long. He doesn't tell us who's going to be a president. He doesn't tell you what's going to happen. But the surety that he told us in this word, in Ephesians, that says there will be a day that all we're going through is going to work out for our good. But you say, well, how do we know? We don't know how it's going to happen. But the word of God is telling us tonight that fear not. And he said that a lot of times, even in Joshua. He said, fear not. And the Lord shall fight for you. The Lord shall fight for you tonight. On this podcast tonight, God has promised us that he will fight for us tonight. Even the secret things that people think they can get away. The Bible's telling me tonight that, Glenda, you don't have to worry. I fight for you. I'm not fighting for the enemy. I'm not fighting the ones that are not safe. I'm not fighting for the, the ones that are that are saying confessing and not possessing. But I'm fighting for those who love him. I'm fighting for them that are walking according to his word. I'm, I'm fighting for them that has given their life to, him, to Christ and not taking it back on their own. But how, what they feel, and what they think. But only word used by the word of God. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou to me? Speak unto the children of Israel that go forward. So Moses saying, don't come crying to me. Just tell the children of Israel, you're coming out. You're going to come out with the hands held up. You're going to come out with a better than you had before. When you're coming out, you're going to be full of money. When you come out, you're going to be made away. When you come out, it's going to be like a miracle because God's still in the miracle working business. But you will come out, Israel. You come out of the desert. You're coming out. Hallelujah. And you ain't coming out, Henry, without no money, without no power. But I'm going to bring you out one day. He does not say when. So when we have trials, when we have problems in our jobs, God has promised us he's going to bring us out. Do you don't think that you can walk into a job with divine favor and the enemy is not going to come against you? If you don't think you're going to walk in, a, in an office, you're going to come in a, in a situation that everything's going to be smooth because you you anointed. Hallelujah. The more anointed you get, the more crazy the enemy acts. Now, I don't know, no matter what you do, the enemy, they don't understand favor. They just don't understand it. They would rather beat you down, take you out, beat up. But you know what? But because God has your back, 
God has your front. God knows all everything about you. If you just, the Bible says, to stand still and see the salvation. We can't stand still with the salvation and see the salvation crying. We can't stand still and see God with the salvation falling apart. We can't stand still and see the salvation with appears in our eyes and acting like, like we, 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 we thrown away. And, 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 no, no, I rebuke every headache in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every retaliatory demonic force. I rebuke everything not like God in the atmosphere now in the name of Jesus because the enemy, hallelujah, wants to take you out. But God, but God, but God, but God, but God. 16 says this, but lift up thy, thy rod and stretch out thy hands over the sea. So now Moses is telling, God's telling Moses instructions. Sometimes God gives us instructions and we don't do it. Sometimes God gives us instructions, but we don't hear it. Or we might hear it, but just don't want to do it. Sometimes God tells us to do things that we know that we need to do, we're supposed to do, but we refuse to do it because we're stiff-necked, stubborn, stupid, aggravated, because they're just stiff-necked and they don't want to do what right. But when God tells you to do something, you got to do it. I don't care who it is. I don't care where it is. I don't care how long it takes. But the Bible tells us we've got to do as he instructs us. And now God's preaching out to teaching him Moses. He says, now, now what I want you to do is stand still. Stand still. He didn't say stand still and cry. He said, but stand still. And the Lord said unto Moses, therefore crieth unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. So we can't go backwards because we're at upset. But now telling us to go forward. 16 says this, and B says, but lift up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over, over, the hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go, my God, children of Israel shall go on dry land throughout the midst of the sea. So here Moses is telling, God's telling Moses something to do something. But I'm sure he was saying, you know what? God, you said it. It don't make no sense to me and my emotions, but I'm just going to do it. So the Bible says that Moses stretched out his hand. It didn't say it was God's hand. He said, but Moses stretched out his hand. Why? It was a point of spiritual contact. Sometimes we have to stretch out our spiritual hand as a point of contact between you and God. Some things we can see and some things we can't see, but when God tells us to do something and gives us instructions, God's trying to give you something as a part of spiritual contact that I'm getting ready to bring you out. I'm going to change the things are working for you. I'm going to change the atmospheric pressure like when a hurricane comes. The barometric pressure changes. The changes, the air changes, the flow changes. 
because something is getting ready to happen in our lives. Like Moses and the children of Israel, God was preparing them to come out. God was preparing, preparing us for a change. God's preparing us for a new home. God's preparing us for a new situation. God's preparing us maybe for new husbands, new wives, new children. God's preparing us for changes in our lives. But the thing is, God's people a lot of times don't long, want changes. Or rather, they like changes that they control. But we can't change God's control because God is in control of us. So he tells them to stretch out your hand as a point of contact. But not just stretch it out, but stretch it out thy hand over the sea. Now, of the thousands of miles of sea, and um, here is Pharaoh's coming after me. And then, God, you tell me to just stretch out my hand to the sea. But he said, the sea, and divide it. So he's telling him, "Not a, I just don't want you to stretch out your hand. But at the command of me, through your hand, I am now going to speak into existence that the waters going to be departed from the waters and the land will be divided up between the waters by at the command of Moses through the hands of God. So therefore, God took his hands and put his hands in the plan of God and the plan of Moses. And when he spoke it and he took the directions from God, then the sea rose up. The sea rose up. Can you imagine that God spoke the world into existence and now he's speaking to Moses when he's backed up against the desert and there was no place to go and there's nothing but waters and waters and waters. And now you tell him to speak it. And then you know what? The most amazing thing was that, that the waters begin to recede. The waters began to receive. The waters, the power of the water began to move at the command of God. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, the first, the same command that God spoke into existence is the same God that spoke that the waters to separate so that the people of God could walk on dry land. When we feel like we don't have no way to go, when we don't look like there's no hope, when it looks like or we're our backs up against the wall, when it looks like that we're going to die in a situation of adversity, of, of crying and depression and, and, and prolonging and loved ones dying and children killing, uh, when, when you look at the forest fires in California and different places, when you look at calamity everywhere, every country, hallelujah, when we look at these things around us, but God is intervening when we don't understand God, but we got to trust in him. 
trust in his nature that he's God. And there is no other God like our God. See, Pharaoh didn't realize who he was dealing with. Pharaoh was king. Pharaoh was the top dog. Pharaoh was the man that whatever he wanted to do was going to get done. But he thought in his own way that he probably was a kind of God. So whenever he, whenever they spooked, they did what he had to do. Why? Because he was the king. And if I disobeyed the king, then I'd be, I would be dead. But he didn't realize that there was the God of God and the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And, and that King will make provisions for us when we make up our minds to give our life, our total life to him. Not what we want, not what we think, not what we do, but according to the word of God. Not wording, not according to what man says, but we have to line up. The Bible says our words must line up uh, with the word of God. So if you tell me something, it's not the word of God, not of your perception as what you see it or what somebody told you or what you believe, but whatever you read in your Bible from the first book to the end of the book, it has to line up with the word of God. Well, here, God speaking to Moses, a man of authority, a man of power, the man of strength, a man that, that lived 130 years. He lived 130 years. But he took the instructions from God, and he was leading over a million people in the desert. By the time you count the generations that were there, there were close to a million of people walking around in the desert, trying and waiting for the instructions for God. There were times when they disobeyed God, but there were times when they didn't listen to God. Well, now here they're backed up against the wall and figuring out, well, you know how some people say, well, I could have just stayed in Egypt. If I stayed in Egypt, at least I might have had a place to live if I stayed in Egypt. I might have worked hard, but there was food on the table. Might have you ever had people in your life, well, look here, maybe if I did so much so, I would have been like this. And maybe, no, 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 no. We have to trust God for everything we're going to do because God will bring us out. He doesn't say when. He doesn't say how. He doesn't say who's true. But he's promised us he shall supply all of my needs. It turns to the verse 21. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all night long and made the sea dry and the waters divided. So there is an east wind. There was an east wind that was moving so that the people, they were going to make a, a path so that God's people could come come against the water, to come through the water. And I began to study from one of my Bibles was telling us that the walls stood up, stood up on each side so the people of God could walk through 
the water on dry land. Now, it does not tell us how deep the water, but it does tell us, amen, that on each side of the water, they, the, the water stood up at the attention of God so that they could walk through the water. It says, um, this divine miracle, it was not according to man's opinion, but it was at the command of God that he divided the, the waters so that they could walk through the dry land because the east wind was blowing all night long. And it says that the waters was up as far as high as 75 to 100 feet on each side so that the Egyptians could come through the water, that God's people would come through the water. Can you imagine 15 or 75 to 100 feet of water standing up on each side, standing at the attention of God, making a way for God's people to come out. That's my message tonight. God is going to make a way for God's people to come out on each side, a hundred feet each side up so you can come out. And you didn't come out poor. You didn't come out abandoned. You didn't come out afflicted. You won't come out sick. You will not come out with my sins. You will come it up. God is making a way for us to come out of, of all of our afflictions. Hallelujah. You're coming out with one mind. You're going to come out with one spirit. You're going to come out because God has made you. You are not more. You're more than a conqueror. You're not just a conqueror. You are more than. You are anointed. You are appointed. Hallelujah. In the midst of our storm, we are anointed to do. We were built for this. We are built to overcome. We are built to take out. We are, we are born to travel. We are what God says we are. When you have confessed and possessed the things of God, you're coming out. No matter what's going on, God says, I shall provide all of my needs. No matter what's going on, God says, I will take care of you. No matter what's going on around us, You've got to know that God is in control of everything in our lives. Even the things that we don't like, God's still in control. And the things we don't want to happen, we don't want to happen, God's still in control. Because he's promised us that he is going to make a way for us to come out. But then he is going to stand on his word because he says, once we come out of the fire, when we come on dry land, that God says those people that are trying to destroy you, those people that tried to hurt you, those people that tried to denigrate you, those people, hallelujah, that laughed in your face, that didn't want to do nothing for you, those people, God says, those people, there will be the day that you will never see them again because of their wicked ways. There will be a day that you they will not take these things that they used to do you because God says, I am in control of the situation. Moses said he stretched out his hand. When Moses stretched out his hand, 
It was a sign of his authority. Moses stretched out his hand. He recognized that God did no matter what you could do, I'm going to stand still see the salvation of God. Moses said, I'm standing, I'm standing still. There was a time when Joshua and Caleb had to stand, stand Moses' hands up hours at a time because he couldn't hold his hands up. Because he knew as long as he held his hand up, God was in control. As long as he did what God told him to do, he was going to be victory. Hallelujah. No matter what we're going to, God has promised that he shall provide all of our needs. He will do what he says he's going to do. And if he will have, have, a, have a whole nation walk through the fire, walk through the flames, walk through the, through, the, through the ocean, hallelujah, so you can come out on dry land and you're going to come out with more that you came in. Hallelujah. When we learn to depend on him, and it might be a hard thing to talk about. Now, when we see things are going around, around in our world with the, with the children and, and, and folks hating us for no reason at all, and people are lying, and you don't know who's telling the lie and who's telling the truth because the enemy wants us to make feel like that nobody's telling the truth. But yet, somewhere, somehow, there are people are walking by the power of God. Somewhere, the people that love their God. Somewhere, the people that are truth tellers and not liars. Somewhere, the people that love God that's not going to do what people, other people want them to do. There are people out there of God that truly love God. We're supposed to be, to be the church. We're supposed to be ecclesia. We're supposed to be the called out one. Sometimes we don't feel like we're the called out one. Sometimes we feel like we're lower than dirt. Sometimes we feel like sometimes we can't make it. Sometimes, but that's just in your mind. But Paul tells us we got to be new, be renewing of our mind because there will be dark days. There will be days down. There will be days when we can't hardly make it. There will be days when you just don't want to get up out of the bed. There will be days that you just want to do nothing, just be miserable all by yourself. That because we are humanistic form. Yes, there will be a day. But if you just hold on. But if just you hold on. 21 says again, and Moses stretched out his hands over the sea. He represented God when he stretched out his hands. And the Lord caused the sea. God spoke to the universe. God spoke to the atmosphere. Spoke to the sea and commanded to stretch out. He commanded to move back. He commanded, hallelujah, because this was his people and he was protecting his investment. You are an investment in God when you walk in his will and his way. You're an investment in God when you do what he tells you to do. You were invested in God when you walk like he tells you to walk. He is invested in him because Jesus loves you. Yes, he does. 22 says this again. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea. Here the children of Israel, seeing Pharaoh's army coming, decided, well, I guess we might as well take a run for it. I might as well make I just try to make a run. Just make a run for it. I, I see the enemy coming. I, I'm not going backwards, so we just got to go. And we got to go. Let's just let's go. And that's what God wanted the children of Israel to do. 
He wanted them to go forward. Some of us try to go backwards. We want to try to look back, think back, walk back, and, and maybe things will get better. You know what I found out? I don't care. The older I get, I realize sometimes you just can't look back. Sometimes you can't go back. Sometimes you can't think back. But all you've got to do is go forward. Go forward in God. Go forward in your desires. Go forward in your happiness because some people ain't going to never be happy with you. I don't care what you do. You can smile all day long. You can give a million of dollars. You can do anything you want to. But there's some people that's going to be miserable because they're probably born miserable, whack miserable, and when they die, they're going to still be miserable. And I refuse to be miserable the rest of my life. And so the children of Israel said, well, we might as well go forward. I just might as well go forward. And Moses stretched out his hands at the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back and the strong east wind all that night long and they made the sea dry. Hallelujah. And the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground and the water were walled to them on the right hand and the left hand. My, my, my notes were telling me this, hallelujah, that on each side that the walls of the water was at least 75 to 100 feet on each side. And the wind was constantly blowing. So the children of Israel had an escape for And God has an escape for us today, whether it's financially, whether it's socially, as economically. God has an escape. He's going to have a, he's going to make a way out of no way the same way that he did for the children of Israel. He is going to come and make a way out of a no way to way today. If we trust and believe in the living God, that the waters, hallelujah, were stuck up on each side, waiting for the children of Israel to walk through on dry land. For the children walked on dry land. But in the meantime, you saw, uh, hallelujah, Pharaoh's army getting ready, coming with all their chariots and fire and everything because they were vengeful and they were mad because they took off and they did what they told them not to do. And in the meantime, the children of Israel was getting ready to come up on dry land. But guess what? Pharaoh's army got drowned. Pharaoh's army was killed. Pharaoh's army did have the last, last, last. But they died. They died in the misery. They died because they want to keep people in bondage. And some people want other people in bondage. Bondage by, uh, by, by action. Bondage by lying. Bondage by cheating. Bondage by doing whatever they want to do. Bondage, hallelujah, still confessing. Possessing, hallelujah, because they want folks to be in bondage, hallelujah, while they're not sleeping, but they're sleeping. Why? Because they want you in bondage. But the devil's a liar. I come against every lying tongue spirit, tongue-talking, unbelieving spirit, not like God in the name of Jesus. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them in the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses and his chariots and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning, watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through 
the pillars of fire, and the flow and the cloud, and troubled the host of the Egyptians, and took off their chariot wheels, and they drove them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of the Israelites, from the Lord fighting for them against the Egyptians. So God fought for the Egyptians so much to so that even the Egyptians realized that God was fighting them. So that, that's an awesome, that's an awesome victory right there. That when somebody beat you and you know you've been beaten and you've been beaten because God done beat you to death, that you don't even know who is going to still be left behind because God is showing his an ultimate power, that God is showing him a strategy to overtake the enemy, that God giving a strategy to pray, but God's giving a strategy to love him. God's giving a strategy to know that no matter what's happening around you, in you, knew you, or fear you, your children, your grandchildren, your friends, your family, hallelujah, everybody you witness, God has given us a strategy, a strategy to win souls. But the enemy has to fight back. The enemy has to act kicked up. The enemy has to act like foolish people. The enemy has to be stupid and act stupid things and say things and put things in your mind so you wanna you won't fight back. That is the enemy's job. And the one thing I know that the enemy don't take vacations. God's people do. How do you say God's people um, don't? Uh, we don't. We take vacations, but sometimes we forget to pray. Sometimes we forget to honor God. Sometimes we don't read our Bible. Sometimes we don't fast. Sometimes we don't live like God calls us to live. We we use excuses. Well, you know, I'm just human. Uh, uh, yes, I just make a mistake. Yes, God does me. Yes, this. Yes. But the Bible tells us that's holy, holy. He says holy. Without holiness, no man shall see God. That is the word. The Bible says this. Without God, no man can see him. So you've got to live right, walk right, talk like pray like and be the mirror image of who he is and if you don't look you look in the mirror and you don't see god it's time to check yourself till you wreck yourself as god promised us we don't see it right now but god promised he's going to make a way we don't see it right now we don't feel it right now but God has promised us. And the one thing we do know is that God never forgets his promises. No matter, I come against every headache on this line. I come against high blood pressure. I come against low blood pressure. I come against depression. I come against uh, 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 just all oh, this devastation. I come against flying spirits. I come against Hallelujah, only spirits. I come against homosexuality. I come against everything like that. I come against, hallelujah, the woes against this world, that children are being taken away, that 
children are being killed for no reason at all. I come against every Jezebel spirit. I come against every uh, 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 marine spirit, every 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 dead spirit, everything not like God in the spirit realm. I come against right now because we are your people. We are, hallelujah, your host. We are your people, God. We love you so much, God. Help us to be that way you want us to be. Help us to stand in the evil days. Help us, hallelujah, in the midst of our storms. Help us, hallelujah, to overcome. Help us, God. Help us in the midst of everything in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Because as God brought the children of Israel out, yes, we went through plagues. Yes, they came through fires. Yes, they came through bugs. Yes, they come things just like these. Even this thing that's now, look at the monkey pox. It's just a plague. It's just a plague. The, uh, the plague, just like in, in, in the Old Testament, there are plagues out there. But that doesn't mean that God will not protect care of us. That doesn't mean that God's not looking over us. That doesn't mean, that only means that we must love God enough to do what's right and commit ourselves to Christ. In every area of our lives. The old folks say, this is in the great dressing up room. The old folks say, this was the place where we getting ready for a change. It says in the Bible, in the twinkling of an eye. We don't know what God's getting ready to do. We don't know how. We don't know when. But it's not our job to know. It's our job to love him. It's our job to be committed to him. It is our job to, uh, to walk in the way that God calls us to walk. He, he, he wants us to be his people. That's why he says, for when my people, the church, who are called by my name, who will humble themselves, what, and pray, and do what, and turn from the wicked ways. Turn, turn, 360 degrees. I can't turn half away. I can't turn a quarter away. I can't turn three quarters of a day. I have to turn 360 degrees. For the things that I used to do, I won't do no more. But where I used to go, I can't go no more. How I act, I didn't used to act for no Because I'm supposed to be fearfully, wonderfully made. And the Bible says, and my soul knoweth right well. But he's fighting for us today. 2022, God's still fighting for us today. No matter what we're going through, God is fighting for us today. Why? Because we belong to him. I'm not talking about the ones that are not confessing salvation, but I'm talking about the ones that are saying they're confessing it and possessing. Now, you can confess and not possess. So God wants us to confess and possess. Hallelujah. And those that I'm talking to now, if you confess and believe and possess it, God is holding your hand and God's going to make a way for you. But those that are not confessing or possessing, I, I direct you now to the book of Romans 10 that tells us that when I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart, the Bible says, and then I shall be saved. And I ask you now, if there's one or anybody out there that you want to give your life to Christ, you are free to so. 
Turn your Bible to Romans 10, and it will tell you how you can consent and possess Jesus Christ as Lord of Lords and King of Kings in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for the word, God. Thank you for the divine word, God. Hallelujah, that you're going to be there. You're going to make, for, make a way for us, God. You're going to bring us out of every situation according to your word, at your will, at your time, at your divine timing, God. And it's something I had to learn, God, this divine timing. You can move out of the God's will. Why? Because you're not in his divine timing. But when you get in God's will, God has got to move for you. Hallelujah. So, God, we thank you for your divine timing tonight. We thank you, God, because the enemy, hallelujah, did not take control of the situation. I thank you, God, hallelujah, of those who have headaches, hallelujah, the backaches, uh, uh, toothaches, uh, any kind of ache in their body. I thank you now. I come against every spirit in the name of Jesus. I tell you, go back to the pits of hell from whence you come because you have no power. You have no authority because all the authority belongs to Jesus Christ himself because he died on the cross just for us. And we thank you, God. God, we praise you, God. We adore you, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you in advance. We thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you. Uh, we thank you for our new homes. We thank you for our new houses. We thank you for our new dwelling places. We thank you for our new cars. We thank you, God, that everything that you have spoken, because your word said, if I seek you first, and God, because we're seeking you first, you have got to come down and deliver, according to your book of Exodus, God, that when we do what we're called to do, that you shall come down and deliver in every situation. So we tell you we thank you. And we tell you, you are our king, our glory power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, I thank you, God. I thank you, those on the line tonight. I thank you for bearing with us um, because it took us a while to get on the line tonight. But we thank you for the glory. But thank you for Jesus Christ. We thank Jesus for dying on the cross. Like I said, if there's anybody out the loud in there that has an ache or pain right now, I ask you to put your hand where your pain is right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I release that pain out of your body right now. I speak it right now in the name of Jesus. I come against every toothache in the name of Jesus. I come against every spirit, hallelujah, that wants to tell you, uh, take control of your body right now. In the name of Jesus. I come against every backache in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God. Hallelujah. Every spleen issue. In the name of Jesus. I come against every bladder issue. In the name of Jesus. I thank you now. Hallelujah. We praise your name now. Hallelujah. Right now. In the mineral shot, in your bladder area, in the name of Jesus, I come against every hormonal shot. We come against everything. Hallelujah, God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, God. I praise you. I adore you. I magnify you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for um, uh, following us. Thank you. Uh, for 
uh, living, uh, being with us tonight. Hallelujah. It was a hard time getting on tonight on the internet, but I thank you, God, for being a part of us. Um, and so, again, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Heaven shall, uh, uh, shine upon you. And we know, hallelujah, that Jesus is Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Of the name, the spirit is moving, burning like a flame, healing the broken by the one we proclaim. Raise it up, fill the sky, chains will fall, mountains move. Speak the name, the name above all other names. Speak the name, the name the wind and waves obey. All the planets coming down, fill the earth with the song of the name.
Thank everybody for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network, where we're spreading the gospel throughout the nation. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight. Amen. Visit us and tune in on throughout the week. Amen. We see you. Amen. This week on Sunday morning manor and Sunday night raw. Amen. Coming up for the following week. Amen. Have a blessed weekend. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus.